the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 12 Before destruction the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Hear the words of God and Solomon again. Before destruction the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. Destruction or honor is a choice. Pride guarantees destruction and humility will bring honor. This is not mere human musing about negative aspects of arrogance and conceit. This is inspired wisdom given through King Solomon of certain consequences if you do not humble yourself before God and men. The law of this proverb is more certain than gravity. If you think highly of yourself, you are going down. If you think lowly of yourself, you will be raised up. There is only one being with the right to exalt himself, and you are not him. So humble yourself. How strong do you think you are? God resists the proud, which means he fights against you if you are haughty. Can you overthrow him and succeed anyway? You are a fool. Read the Bible about what God did to proud Pharaoh, proud Sennacherib, and proud Nebuchadnezzar. How strong is God? He helps the humble, which means he fights for you against things holding you back. Tell God you cannot do it yourself or that you do not know what to do. He will do it for you. Read the Bible about Jehoshaphat's great victory when he did just that. There are three forces at work to guarantee the two-sided law of this proverb. First, there is the divine force of God's jealousy and justice. The Lord Jehovah will not allow a man to think too highly of himself. He hates pride. You can read this in Proverbs 6, verses 16 and 17. And he especially hates pride in sinful men. He will supernaturally bring a proud man down, or... He will supernaturally lift a humble man up. Pharaoh once said, and it's recorded in Exodus chapter 5, Who is the Lord, that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. Of course, those were his famous last words, as God destroyed his nation, his assets, his firstborn, his chariot, and then him in the midst of the Red Sea. God irresistibly imposed his sovereign will on that proud and haughty man and brought him down to destruction. But consider another king. Solomon said in prayer to God, And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. Here is great humility as the young king freely admitted his ignorance. God gave Solomon wisdom, riches, peace, and long life for this humble prayer. Second force involved in bringing about this proverb and its rules is the force of man's judgment. Even natural men cannot stand an arrogant, haughty, or proud person. They will do what they can to avoid him or her, reject him or take him down. 
They resent his pompous and superior attitude and his cocky spirit. But they are often quite happy to promote and reward a man or woman who humbly confesses that they are nothing. Even kings will befriend humble men that have gracious speech that come from pure hearts. It is impossible to speak graciously if you have any thoughts of haughty superiority in your heart or mind. David was such a man, a humble man, and King Saul, Prince Jonathan, and the whole nation loved him for his humility in heart, word, and deed. Though he had killed Goliath single-handedly, it never altered his correct and righteous view of himself before God and men. He remained the humble young man that he was before he killed Goliath. Third, there is the personal destructive force of self-deceit. A haughty man or a proud man cannot see clearly. His excessive confidence causes him to make bad decisions. He rushes ahead in hasty zeal, only to find that his pride caused him to miss a serious danger. But a humble man, not trusting himself nearly as much as the proud man, will analyze matters more thoroughly before he acts. Consider Haman's pride that caused him to rush forward in his plan for the extermination of the Jews in the Persian Empire. If he had done a little research, he would have discovered that Esther, King Ahasuerus's new queen, was a Jewess. He could have rethought his arrogant conspiracy. Instead, it was his pride overlooking this fact that cost him everything. Consider the arrogance of the owners and captain of the Titanic as it raced near top speed through the iceberg-filled waters of the North Atlantic on April 15, 1912. Though worn thoroughly by other ships of the danger lurking in the dark, this, quote, unsinkable, unquote, ship took only two hours and 40 minutes to sink, with the loss of over 1,500 lives. Pride was also the sin of the devil. Because of his pride, God reserved the lowest place in the universe for him, the depths of hell. He will suffer eternal destruction and the most frightful torments forever. Humility was the glorious character of Jesus of Nazareth, whom God has highly exalted above every creature forever. Consider it. Satan was the highest of God's angels, well above any man in intelligence, power, or glory. Jesus, on the other hand, was born to a poor carpenter's wife, birthed in a stable, and swaddled in a manger. But the most stupendous reversal took place. Jesus of Nazareth now rules the universe, at God's right hand far above Satan and his angels. If Almighty God did this for Jesus against the devil, he can certainly raise you up over your obstacles. You know braggarts are arrogant and conceited by their loud, long, pompous, and self-loving speech. You can recognize body language and the treatment of others that indicate haughtiness, pride, or self-righteousness. Hopefully you are not guilty of any of these obvious sins. But God sees deeper. He sees into your heart. So this proverb was written to warn you about haughtiness in your heart. You must humble even your feelings and your thoughts. The world today teaches the arrogance and ignorance of self-love, self-esteem, and self-confidence. They even sing that the greatest love of all is love of yourself. 
This heresy contradicts God's wisdom taught in the Bible and in this proverb. Your love should always be of God first, others second, and yourself last. Your esteem should always be of God first, his word second, others third, and you last. Your confidence should be only of what God can do through you, with you, or for you, not confidence in yourself. Examine yourself today. Hate any lofty thought about yourself. Tell the Lord and any who will hear that you are nothing and less than nothing, and do it sincerely. Tell the Lord you are a little child needing his help for the simplest tasks. Get off your high horse and get down with those the world despises as lower class. Stop protecting yourself and sheltering yourself. Go down, and he will raise you up. Lift yourself up, and God will crush you. Hear the inspired advice of the Apostle Peter. God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. God's resistance or God's grace? Which do you prefer? Which would benefit your life the most? Let God's mighty hand exalt you in due time for your humility. Amen.